Okay. So, uh, let me ask you a question, okay? So, what's trending today? Coronavirus, okay? <laughs> okay. Yes, anything else? Namaste Trump. Namaste Trump, okay. It was actually, uh, anyways, I don't want to comment on that. <laughs> okay, good. We are not in Delhi, anyways. <laughs> All right, the title of my message today is, What's Trending in Your Life? Ask your neighbor, what's trending in your life? You know, these days, anything can trend, right? Because of TikTok, <laughs> because of FB and all the Insta. You know, uh, if you remember, a few days back, uh, there was uh, something called as the Skull Breaker Challenge. Have you, have you seen it? You know, uh, three of them, two jump, and the third one jumps, and they flip him and he falls over. Many have injured. Then there was a penny challenge. Do you remember penny challenge? It was actually to put a penny in the, uh, uh, in the socket and you get shocked actually. Yes. Okay. Then there was a cheese challenge where you, uh, you know, this was really funny and this was weird. They used to, uh, you know, you, you've seen babies, right? They're very cute, very, you know, toddlers. Like, you know, Eliah is here. You know, people literally took the cheese blocks, or what do you call it? cheese slices, and they used to throw it on the face of the kid. Yeah. That was the challenge, I mean, just for fun. And they used to throw it. I mean, it's weird. That's what I, that's what I mean, you know, anything can trend. You know, just to give you an idea, we are, uh, Vipin has put up on a video. Now, do you guys relate to this? Do you remember this? It was trending, okay. But today, what is trending in your life is, is the title of my message, okay. Uh, you know, uh, like I said before, we have been digging in the word righteousness. You know, Psalms 92, verse 12 to 14. You know, the righteous will flourish in. And that's what we have been digging uh, from the starting of this year. And how many, how many of us have really gone back and thought about these things. Because week after week, week after week, we have been talking about nothing but righteousness. Right? Yeah. Okay? Now, uh, righteousness has two things to it. You know, one is that you stand already righteous in the eyes of God. Right? Yes? Yeah. No. Okay, yes, we all stand righteous in the eyes of God. You know, we have been talking about this. God has already made you righteous. He has already made me righteous. You know, talk, tell your neighbor that you have been made righteous because of Jesus. Okay, and the second thing we look at is that 
we being righteous in the eyes of god okay god made you righteous but god has uh, all calling us to be in that position in that righteousness you know because that is what he wants us to be amen you know uh, so righteousness has two things one is god has already made you righteous the second thing is that we by our lifestyle being righteous in the eyes of god yeah. you know which is sometimes very challenging right yeah. you know because when we think of the word righteous you know you know when we started this year when i went back and uh, you know i was going through different uh, scriptures you know it started flashing to my mind that you know righteousness is something that god loves yeah. because you know that's why you know before even before we could be righteous we were unrighteous he made us righteous because this is something that god likes and that is what uh, today i want you uh, i want to propose uh, propose to all of us of being righteous in one of the areas that i'll be talking about all right are you guys are you guys here with me yeah. <laughs> all right we'll look into luke chapter 2 verse 10 to 11 But the angel said to them Do not be afraid for behold I bring you good news of a great joy which will come to all the people For to you is born this day in the town of David a savior who is Christ Messiah the Lord You know uh, this scripture takes us back to Christmas right Yeah It's not Christmas guys yeah. <laughs> But you know most of the times we associate the scripture with you know christmas season and i don't know we never look back into it but today i even though it's not christmas i want us to focus on one little word that is great joy okay first of all no matter what we do okay no matter how much good we are no matter how much uh, effort we put by our own efforts we cannot be righteous is that right we cannot be righteous because you know the standard of righteousness is very high but god already has made us righteous but today i just want to propose being joyful is being righteous in the eyes of god are you ready to understand this okay now uh, many times we have i mean we have sung this song we have heard this song joy comes in the morning right yes. how many of us remember the song we have sung this many times joy comes in the morning but seldom many times it has also happened that we sing joy comes in the morning morning after morning morning after morning there is no joy actually <laughs> have you have you gone through that have we gone through that that you have been singing joy comes in the morning joy comes in the morning but joy never turns up in the morning you know the reason uh, i want uh, you know the reason that i want to put this forth is because you know we all are going through challenges all of us are going to agree to that how many of us are here who do not have any challenges in their life at all okay that's good we all are in the same place we all have challenges right yeah. how many of us have health challenges health problems how many of us have financial problems how many of us have uh, you know peer problems 
<laughs> yeah, I know. They are looking at each other. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, knew, I didn't knew that you had a problem with me. Anyways, okay. <laughs> okay, so, you know, so we all have problems. But, you know, God is calling us to a place where in spite of all these problems, we be joyful. And I'm calling you, I, I'm actually challenging all of us, including me, to come to that place where we, no matter what, we are joyful. So before that, uh, what is joy actually? We look at the uh, Webster's uh, dictionary that defines joy. It defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. Okay, that's the meaning of joy. Now, many times, we, we tend to uh, equate joy and happiness as the same thing. But, you know, when I looked up on Google, joy versus happiness. You know, let's look at that. <coughs> it says, joy is caused by elation at a moment in time. Joy may not always be about oneself, but be about others. Contentment also. But happiness is about self-pleasure. Happiness may dwell on materialistic, worldly pleasure, while joy is derived from soul, satisfying emotional well-being. You know, there's one more, uh, one more, I just want to uh, highlight this. Happiness is an emotion in which we experience feelings ranging from commitment, uh, contentment and satisfaction to bliss and intense pleasure, whereas joy is a stronger, less common feeling than happiness. Is, sorry, whereas joy is strong, stronger, less common feeling than happiness, we experience joy when we achieve selflessness to the point of personal sacrifice. You know, when you look at this, when you look at this, uh, uh, you know, explanation, who is the, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Selflessness. Yes, Jesus. Okay, so why? Because it says, to the point of personal sacrifice. You know, so today I'm calling all of us, you know, to get out of that happiness board and come overboard on joy. Amen. So before we go ahead, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. Lord, you're a God who challenges us and calls us higher day by day, my Father. And Father, we want to be attentive to your voice. Father, we pray that even as we learn about joy that comes from you, Lord, we pray that we would understand clearly. And Father, most of all, we would, we would, our lives would be trending with joy today, my Father. Not only today, henceforth, our lives would be trending with joy. Because that is what you expect. You, accept, you expect your children to be joyful. As a father and mother, expect our, our children to be joyful. We, you also expect the same from us. And Father, we pray that even as we learn, even as we go through your word, Lord, let your word speak to us. Let your word bring in 
that revelation, bring in that change, bring in that uh, change in each one of our lives. We bless you. We want to, we want to grow in this area. We want to thank you for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, uh, so, very clear that happiness is dependent on your circumstances. But joy is not dependent on your circumstances. So, so basically it means that joy is not affected in any way based on your circumstances. No matter what you are going through, you will be joyful. Now, we'll recall the state of mind uh, of joy. A state of mind characterized by peace and stability despite life, life inconsistencies. You know, we are in constant search. You know, as human beings, we are in constant search for joy in our lives. But we end up with happiness. Why? What is the reason? Why, what is the reason that we miss on joy and land in happiness? Happiness is something that is short-lived. You know, you, you must have heard this, you know, many times people ask you, are you happy? Hey, how is your job? Are you happy with your job? How is your wife? Are you happy with your wife? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Likewise, you know, they will also ask the husbands, oh, sorry, the wives, are you happy with your husband? Okay. So, it's, it's, it's both ways, okay? But, you know, like we, uh, like we are seeing here that happiness is all got to do with the circumstances around. If everything is fine, if you have money in your pocket, if there is fuel in your car or in your bike, if, you, if there is everything, you are happy. You know, but God is not lo looking at us or calling us just to be happy. He wants us to be joyful. All right? Are you, are you ready to know more about being joyful? Okay, so uh, joy, uh, let, me, uh, uh, let me state some instances where, or bring to your notice that where joy is not found, okay, where we look at, but where there is no joy. Joy cannot be found in pleasure. You know, many times we feel that, you know, if everything is, you know, pleasurable for me, joy can be found there. But joy is not found there. You know, Lord Bryan, a famous English uh, romantic poet, okay, who lived an extravagant life, he had many affairs, a lot of, you know, you can say he had a pleasurable life. But at the end of the life, at the end of his life, he wrote, the worm, the canker and the grief are mine alone. You know, many examples like that. Joy cannot be found in wealth and riches. Jay Gold was one of the wealthiest men of his time. When dying, he said, I suppose I am the most miserable man on earth. You know, these are their real statements. You know, joy cannot be found in prestige or uh, fame. You know, how many of us know Michael Jackson? Okay, who doesn't know actually? Yeah. How many of us know Nikola Tesla? Okay. You know, look at their lives. And there are examples in India as well. We had, uh, uh, you know, actresses like Meena Kumari. Uh, then there was, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Let me. Pervin Bhabi, correct, yes. You know, though they were famous at the end of their life, they, they lived, they died penniless. There was nobody around. Nico, uh, uh, Tesla, who has many inventions under his name, under his belt, was found dead in the hotel room alone. Nobody. Imagine, is that, jo is that joy or happiness? Is what we are looking at. Okay, so, uh, like I said before, like we uh, discussed before, that joy cannot be found in all these places. So where can, we where can we actually find joy, is the question, right? Is a question that we all need to ask, right? Where can I find joy? Right? <coughs> Excuse me. You know, Luke chapter 2, we looked up, uh, we uh, looked that up. Luke chapter 2. You know, this was a time when the angel said, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people. You know, do you remember or do you know the situation that was there? You know, Jesus' birth, when it occurred, it was actually a dreadful time or a very painful time for the people of Israel, you know, because uh, uh, those were the, those were the uh, troubling times, is, it's called, you know, when Jesus was born. Why the angel is emphasizing that I bring you good news of great joy, which will come to all the people, because... You know, people were oppressed by Herod. You know, uh, to uh, put it, uh, you know, Herod was Herod the Great. He was called as, you know, Herod had killed multiple members of his own family, just to be on the position or on the throne. Okay, he ruled through tax, uh, tactics of mass uh, terror and widespread surveillance. Does that remind you something? He laid heavy taxes on people. Okay? Now, do you remember Jesus? Before Jesus was born, they had to go for a census. You know, they had to go for a census. What is the reason for the census? So that they would know, the officials would know, how much tax has to come from each person. That was the main reason. Now, does it sound familiar to us as well? Very familiar, right? A lot of taxes. <laughs> now CAA and NCR, all these things are coming. You know, now imagine the torture or the pressure that the people had, the normal people had, which we call now Aam Admi, <laughs> right? The people had at that time. And at that time, people were losing hope. They have been hearing, God is going to send them a Messiah, there's, there's going to be freedom, there's going to be joy. There's... But what happened? They were waiting and suddenly the angel appears to these people and he says, I bring you good news of great joy. You know, today, though whatever situation it is you are going through, you know, I'm, I'm here to encourage you and to uplift you and say that, you also have that privilege of great joy. Are you, are you not excited about it? Okay. You also, we also have that privilege of great joy. Okay. So, if you look at uh, the situation, 
uh, in the Garden of Eden. Okay, that was the first time that God actually prophesied about Jesus. Okay, when Adam and Eve sinned, <coughs> when I, when Adam and Eve sinned, you know, God told, "I will put an enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed." and her seed. He will bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. You know, that was the first time that God actually told that I'm going to send somebody. Because to defeat Satan, right? Okay, then Isaiah 9 verse 6. It says, for us, for to us, a child is born to us, a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, this was prophesied by Isaiah and the people of Israel were waiting for the Prince of Peace. Now, do you understand why it is important when the angel told that I bring you good news of great joy? You know, joy can come only when there is peace in our lives. Right? How many of us are joyful or, you know, at least be happy when things are, you know, fluttering around? Do you think we can do that? Can we do that? Okay. So, the question still remains, how can we have great joy that the Bible talks about? You know, uh, one thing is very sure with all this, you know, when when it happened in Garden of Eden, when, when God spoke, when Isaiah prophesied, and most, many prophets also prophesied. I can't, you know, I don't want to get into all the uh, links in there, but many prophets, uh, prophets also prophesied about Jesus coming. <coughs> Excuse me. And when actually Jesus came, what was the reaction? What was the reaction? People whom the angels spoke to, they were excited. They, they actually went to see Jesus, right? They went to see Jesus in the manger, okay? The, the kings or the wise men, they had heard about Jesus. When they, heard, when they saw the star, when they saw the birth, they also went to see Jesus. You know, but many of the Jews itself did not believe in Jesus. They missed out on the joy. Right? You know, so uh, one thing is very clear that whatever God speaks, whatever God prophesies, He keeps His word. You know, tell your neighbor that whatever God has spoken over your life, He will see to it that it passes over your life. <laughs> you know, uh, one thing we can be confident is a God who is El Elyon. You know what is the meaning of El Elyon? The most high God. You know, El Elyon means most high God. You know, this was first revealed uh, when Melchizedek, the priest, came to meet Abraham. You know, most high God. What does that mean? It means that Everything is under God. 
there can be nothing in this world there can be nothing in this universe or in this expanse that is higher than god god is higher than everything and you know what a privilege that we are called to serve we are called by such a god who is el elion so today what is high in your in your house today what is something that is like a mountain that is in your life what is what is that you are facing today you know then we are looking at the wrong place we have to look up to el elion you know remember this el elion no matter what el elion no matter what i am facing today el elion is my uh, is on my side okay uh, we'll look into uh, uh, and uh, let me go back because he is an el elion he puts everything under his feet there is nothing that can surpass him whatever challenge you are facing today you may feel it is the biggest mountain that i am facing or biggest challenge that i am facing but remember that el elion is on your side amen okay we'll look into second corinthians was verse 1 verse 20 why a joy should never cease okay because it says for as many as are the promises of god they are they all find their yes answer in him that is christ for this reason we also utter the amen so be it to god through him in his person and by his agency to the glory of god you know the other thing is how we uh, can focus on our joy is because everything that god has said the promises that are given are yes and amen in whom in jesus you know that's why jesus coming to this world was very important because whatever was promised whatever was prophesied so that it could come into fruition and that's why we we can confidently say that we are we have we are victors in jesus is that what we say right you know why because jesus brought the evidence he was like the evidence of god's promises for each and of us so what is stopping you from being joyful so the question still remains again is how can i have everlasting joy you know that's what you know like i told that jesus is the prince of peace you know without peace we cannot have joy because for us to attain joy everything has to be peaceful but there are many examples in the bible that show that even though things were not peaceful they were yet joyful right there are many for example philippians 4:4 you know paul is in prisons and in chain but he still says what rejoice in the lord always you know why why because he understood that his root is in jesus you know today we are all rooted in how many of us are you believe that you are rooted in jesus if you are rooted in jesus you are supposed to be joyful and that's what should be trending in our life today 
you know because that is one thing that will affect because they say joy is contagious right that is what will attract people are this person even though things are wrong in his life but he is he lays i mean he is still joyful am i calling you to something that is impossible it is possible why because we have el elion we have jesus on our side amen you know uh, now most of the times when we uh, when we uh, are uh, uh, you know why what is the reason we do not uh, get to that joy is because one is fear fear is something that stops us second one fear is basically uh, you know uh, fear is basically uh, opposite of trust basically because there is no trust you are fearful secondly is uh, you know like let's look into a scripture psalms 50 verse 15 i like what what the passion translation talks about psalms chapter 50 verse 15 okay i think i okay we'll go to uh, we'll hold that 9 uh, psalms 9 verse 2 yeah psalms uh, sorry uh, psalms 9 verse 2 it says you know david who went through a lot of uh, turmoils right he was he was been chased by saul and his men he was chased by his own son actually yes. you know that's when he wrote that even though i walked to the valley of that actually he was running from absalom you know he went through a lot of problems but what he says i will jump for joy and shout in triumph as i sing your song and make music for the most high god you know psalms uh 50 verse 15 i think uh, the scripture is wrong there in uh it says in the the passion translation honor me by trusting in me in your day of trouble you know this is something that i like because you know one thing what we do is when we when we have problems is we fear and we move away from god but what is god calling us here he is saying honor me by trusting in me you know did you realize that by you just trusting in god is you are bringing honor to god did you realize that we never realized that this was a revelation for me even this year excuse me so honor me so when you have problems this is the best opportunity for all of us to honor god yes. now think of your problems today what problems are you facing think of your challenges that are there in your life what challenges are you facing you have the opportunity to honor god yeah. okay so uh John uh, one more scripture John 15 verse 
these things i have spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full <coughs> you know the revelation of jesus to this world when he came was not only to bring joy but also to patch us with in a relationship with the father you know how many of us uh, today enjoy the relationship with with god today you know how many of us really really uh, you know uh, appreciate and the relationship that you have with god you know that's the best thing that could happen to mankind that you could be connected to the creator the one who created you what a privilege for us and that is because of jesus and the grace that god has given us you know uh, so what uh, i just uh, we, we have uh, i think we have less time right so uh, i just want to conclude here in conclusion joy is a by product of obedience joy comes from the trust that you have in god so how much trust how much you trust god that 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 actually replicates your joy okay uh, for example uh, peter and silas were put in prison what did they do when they were in prison what happened they were in, they were prison but they were praying they were singing songs they were joyful what happened they got their redemption because of that yeah. you know today yeah. no matter what situation you are in you know you take this decision that i am going to be joyful no matter what by being joyful we be righteous in the eyes of god by being joyful we honor god by being joyful we are saying that no matter what is around me but my god is with me my el elion is with me no matter what is happening in my life no matter how, how many struggles no matter how many problems in my life i will be joyful and that is what actually a christian life is yeah. christian life is supposed to be a joyful life you know so uh, 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 in in conclusion that el elion is the most high god and he is on your side does that encourage you yeah. yes and uh, god is working behind the scenes so that we could be transformed in his image in his likeness you know uh, so i uh, before i uh, conclude i want to i want all of us to go home and read the scripture isaiah 35 isaiah 35 if you can make a note isaiah 35 1 to 2 5 to 7 8 to 10 now when you go home and read this i want you to keep two things in mind you know whenever we read the bible this is what we are supposed to do two things that we should ask first one is there something here that god wants me to know and second is there something here that god wants me to do keeping this in mind i want you to go home and read this so to end i just want to highlight one scripture habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17 to 18 You know this is the scripture that I want all of us to remember no matter what is happening in your life what it says though the fig tree does not blossom 
and there is no fruit on the vines though the product of the olive fails and the fields yield no food though the flock is cut off from the fold and there are no cattle in the stalls yet i will rejoice in the lord i will exult in victorious god of my salvation amen so this is the challenge that i want to all of us to take back with you and remember even though the tree even though there is no uh, hope right now even though there is uh, things that are messed up but i will still rejoice in the lord amen you know so that is what it is god wants us to focus on being righteous and this is one of the ways that we can be righteous being joyful tell the person next to you be joyful be joyful okay all right so uh, so basically that is a plan for the future your future depends on your joy today amen that reflects our trust that reflects our our confidence in el leon amen god bless you we're so glad you've been listening in if you'd like to know more about us follow us on insta at zelis pune or visit us online at zelis.community 